Welcome back to Oh You Didn't Know with me, the Casio Kid, and the D-O-double-G Road Dog Brian James. What is up, my man? I was going to say Oh You Didn't Know, but you did it better than I can, so I won't do that now. Um, <laughs> but when you said it, actually, something ran through my mind. How many people have said that? You know what I mean? And and said it like their own way, said it like trying said, to sound oh, you like didn't me. Know? Like, yeah, like how many people I said have it to my teachers. That? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have said that. But just when you did it, I thought, I wonder, I wonder if there was a count, a hand count. Uh yes, incredible. You had one. You had your hand up. Yes, you had your hand up. Um anyway, I don't know. I would love to see uh on Twitter. People sending videos of them doing just the first two parts. So you didn't know your ass better call somebody. That's and we will we pick a wiener, uh, which is the first one across the finish line in a Latino foot race. Um, and we will put them on dead gum. What? We'll we'll give the them show. Something. We'll give we'll them, put a, them on we'll the show. Metal. We'll put them on the show. We'll give them some cookies, some white chocolate macadamia nut cookies. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Come By the on, way. Oh, I swear. See what I mean? Yeah, go ahead. By the way, did, did you get any cupcakes? Cause I I did so. So there was a big story about the cupcakes. Yes, I did confront Cupcake Lindsay. I okay. think her name was Lindsay, right? Yes. Or was it Ashley? There's I, what, two. Yeah. And I confused them. And I'm sorry about that, ladies. But I, if I get your names right, my wife will probably beat me up. So I'm going to confuse it from now on but i a cupcake lady i ran into her and she told me they would not let her bring the items through security and get it on she called ahead to see if she could bring cupcakes that's how committed she was to accomplishing the mission of bringing fat people cupcakes that she <laughs> called ahead to try to ensure its safety and they it was a an issue of national security that she could not bring these cupcakes on the plane. So thank you, TSA, for doing your job. They saved everybody. You saved me. Including from, us from having from to wear diabetics. 6,000 calories. <laughs> <laughs> saved us from an insulin spike. Yeah, that's all. If I get diabetes for real, though, I'm going to wear one of them things on your arm that you just check it on. Cause I, oh, it's, that's the yeah, move. That's cool, actually, I think. All right, here we go. We are going to talk music in wrestling. If they know anything Whoa. about your career, they know you are heavily involved in music, my friend. Uh, well, I'm. I'm. So let me clear something up right now. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, we got the time. Let me clear this up. I am a music lover. I love music. I before I do this podcast, I literally listen to some songs and sing them to myself uh, into my headphones yeah. to get ready for the song okay. to get in a, a, a positive frame of mind. Um, and I'll tell you, I sing a lot of Ray Charles. Ooh. I sing some Panic at the Disco. What really? But the, I yeah, did that not dude's see that got a, that dude's got a great voice. Uh, I'm a voice guy because I fancy myself, and this is what I wanted to clarify. I fancy myself a singer. Um, now I am not a professional singer. I do have rhythm, um, and I and I think I can carry a tune, um, but. I'm not a professional singer by any means. I'm just like everybody else who likes to sing and likes music. Um, but I've had the opportunity on 
several different occasions to actually go into a studio and record. And I think yeah. that's what a lot of people just lack is that opportunity. There's probably a lot of great singers out there. You know, all of a sudden you have a couple of TV shows where you audition to sing and there's a million great singers come out of nowhere. And it's just because they don't have that opportunity to, to let their voice be heard out there. And I think social media is changing that too. But look, I, I love music. I love singing. I love, uh, I think there's something supernatural and spiritual to music. Um, and if you can listen to Santana and tell me that I'm a liar, mm. then I got two words for you. You. <laughs> I, see, I, I censored myself. That's a good move. We're, we're going to talk all music. We're going to do classic yeah, real songs that were used as entrance themes. We're going to hit classic yeah. entrance themselves. Uh, who has the best music in wrestling now and back mm. then? Because, look, let's face it. Like you, music and wrestling go hand in hand. It's all the yeah. theater of it. Amen. Look, Amen. It's Steve, just like a rock concert, right? And rock and wrestling has been around forever. I, we even did a rock and wrestling with the Armstrongs that you could probably, if you dug deep enough, uh, find some right before I joined the military, find some footage of us singing. Uh, Cause my family would, they would have a band and my family would go up there and we would sing like we were the oh, yeah. stinking, uh, Armstrong five. Uh, and, and I guarantee, and I, it, my hair was all naturally curly. I was 18 years old. Um, we did that a couple of times. What actually. songs? What songs? Oh, like, singing? uh, uh, like El Pork, poke salad, Annie by Elvis. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Gator got your granny. Uh, yes. Oh yes. I, I, because, uh, everybody could chime in. You know what I mean? Well, Come a soul, on. soul man. Uh, I'm a soul man. I'm a soul man. Bum, bum, up, dum. Huh, got what I got. The army. Uh, anyway, we look. We would all sing. We would all dance. We would. My dad would come out there and dance, and it was cool. In in Birmingham, they loved the Armstrongs. <laughs> they, we do. We did love it in Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, did you ever wrestling Gadsden, Alabama? Yeah, a hundred times. Not as many times as my father or, or brothers did, but but I've wrestled there a bunch of times. I have to. Uh, I have a old. Uh, I was seeing if it was in here. An old Gadsden. That's where I'm from, Gadsden, Alabama, originally, yeah. and then moved to Birmingham. And uh, I have to check. I, somebody sent me an old, real old wrestling poster from Gadsden. I'd from lo Gadsden. Love to see if your dad's on there. I guarantee you, there's an pretty Armstrong awesome. on there. Uh, somewhere there's an yeah. Armstrong on every <laughs> old wrestling poster. He rang the bell, or he something. <laughs> well, all right. Let's uh, let's get into it. Let's get into yeah. the music and wrestling hand in hand, like you said, always been together. We've always heard the stories, Sergeant Slaughter, Gorgeous George, the Freebirds, all being, quote, the first to use entrance music. Dog, who was the first person you remember having entrance music? Well, look, I, I'm sure uh, by the time I was that age, a lot of people were using it. But the, the most memorable one for me was my father, who came out to Bad to the Bone. You know what I mean? And that was in in the South, uh, during the era of continental Southeastern championship wrestling, you knew bullet Bob came out to bad to the bone. And so that was the first one that was impactful to me, uh, on a real personal level, but looked, I also, uh, loved when, uh, I think it was like the tag teams would always come out to sharp dress man, you know, the, the, uh, the fantastics or what, you know, there were 50 different, <laughs> different, sure. uh, baby face tag teams, um, prior to the rockers and the rock and roll express that, that all came out to that kind of music. So look, I think there was, I came out to in, 
in in Memphis when I started working in USWA. Do you remember the song? Uh, well, I came out to two songs. I came out to one song in Memphis and one song in Louisville because oh. I felt the crowds were different and I liked the crowds. In Louisville, I would come out to come on ride this train, uh, go ride it, uh, come on ride this train. Nineteen ninety quad, baby. Nineteen ninety quad. Choo -choo train. Oh, I love that song. I still love that song. Uh, but I would come out to that, and then in uh, in uh, no, I'm sorry. In Memphis, I would come out of that. In Louisville, I would come out to, um, oh, what's the song? It's, uh, <laughs> you better think of it. Every I know. You're going to drive, it's, it's, uh, gonna drive uh, yourself Molly Hatchet insane. Song. Molly Hatchet. Flirting with Disaster. I am. Well, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. It's, it's, Flirting with Disaster. With Disaster. Is that it? I don't think no? so. I, I don't think so, but I'll I'll think about it in a minute. I'll, it'll come to me. What they have? Um, they, they have Gator Country. That Gator. So do you have another? Keep going because you're going to get. I know. I'm going to get there I am. any minute. That, well, they uh, only have like six. I mean, I got a bunch know, of their vinyl, but but, but 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 it's one of those. <laughs> what is it? Flirting with it's disaster. The Rambler. Bloody reunion. Satisfied man. Oh, it's got to be flirting with disaster, doesn't it? It's, that was their biggest Yeah, it, prob it probably is. I I'm just old and stupid. <laughs> just old. Well, I'm stupid anyway. Power play, Lady uh, Luck. Stone no, in your I heart. Think it was, there goes I the neighborhood. It... <laughs> I'm hitting all I their never, singles. I ain't never heard of any of them. It's got to be flirting with, flirt with disaster. Yeah, it's got to be. I'm going around the man and I'm flirting with disaster. Yeah, it's got to be that. I got my mm. side step straight ahead, but I ain't sure what I'm after. By the way, are, were so, you ever yeah, a vinyl yeah. guy? Uh, no, vinyl? no, but my daughter is right now. Oh yeah, it's, it's my, my daughter. Yeah, sure. and, and she's got a bunch of really cool albums that are are really old. You know what I mean? But they're new to vinyl. You know, because they they came out at a time when vinyl didn't exist. Well, Molly Hatch's album covers were epic. They had oh, that's that's the one and, I remember. The one yeah. on the horse. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. You're just like Jiminy Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but that was so cool, right? Oh, it was the coolest. It, it was, was like Kiss coolest. before Kiss. <laughs> Their covers were anyway. Um, uh, so as as far as you can remember, your dad was coming out to bad. There wasn't like a, you don't remember a discussion of here's what it's happening. You were I, just young enough to where that's I, what happened. Yes, yes, that's just happened. And I thought, oh my god, I love this song. You know what I mean? And I love, when did you start I do, thinking I still about love the song? Because I think we all do it now. You either. Either, hey, this would be my wrestling theme or this would be my relief pitcher theme yeah. or batting <laughs> yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. think about it when you're growing up. When did you start running through it? Did you ever start running through it? I, I never, uh, because look, I also, while I thought the song was cool, I knew it was just a placekeeper till you got to the ring and the and the bell rang. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know how I knew that or why, but I, I knew... I knew I knew that t there was something more than playing some cool music uh, that you needed to do to to keep people's attention. Right. Is it an identifier? Is it a, a descriptor? Like now, when that music hits, you know exactly who that is, and we'll we can talk about some examples of that. But I think we all know, you know, what they are and who they are. But like, so it's an identifier. But there's so much more to getting over and relating to the people than 
playing somebody else's cool song that was already on the number 10 top 10 list. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's not going to help you get over. It's just a cool addition. And so I don't know, look, I don't, I don't know how I knew that or why I knew that, but I just, I just figured there's more to it. You got to entertain them when you, when I can't depend on somebody else's art to entertain yep. them while I get to the ring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you, do you think the music is, do you think it's more for the fans than the actual wrestler? Do you think that's the case or is it kind of hand in hand? So, so look, I, no, I, I definitely think nowadays the wrestler has way more input. I, I would argue more than they should have uh, into their music. And, and okay. we're, I'll, I'll actually claim some responsibility for that because I was in that process uh, down at NXT and, and I didn't manage it well. And so, and so I feel like there's a, it, look, your music is your music. And I would tell them this too, as we were going along, it's kind of like the, uh, the philosophy that I just laid out for you a minute ago. It's not what plays when you go to the ring that's going to get you over. It's not how many times you stop and do a different pose at, at different stages in your entrance and forward slash music that's going to get you over. You're going to have to do that all by yourself. And it's when the bell rings and when you have microphone time, that's when you're going to get yourself over. Your gear don't matter. Your goddamn uh, music don't matter. Yeah. Your poses don't matter, and and catchphrases might help relate to you. And I only said that because I used one. You know what I mean to kind of to kind of connect. But you have to have a real um, connection with the audience, and it's not a musical connection. There might be once your music gets established and you get comfortable with it, you come out. I just feel like you kind of hear the music for me, you hear the music and then you uh, accommodate your entrance and your positioning and your, and your posting up here and posing all that goes around the music to me, not the other way around. And a lot of people get caught up with, well, I want to come to here and then we have something doing. You go here, you go, no, let's hear the music and then we'll feel that out. And cause I do think there's, I do think you have to like your music so that you're kind of into it a little bit. So right. I do think, Hey, here's some music we put made for you. If you don't like the vibe of it, cool, we'll change the music. But if you don't like this one part because you feel like it should go higher there, like, okay, now we're, uh, now you're friggin' Beethoven and, and, uh, Luthez. So Mutt anyway, Lang, to, <laughs> you're not Mutt Lang. You're, you're trying to get to the ring. Yeah. yeah. And again, that's just, it's, you know, is music a huge part of wrestling? Of course. We covered that at the top, of course. And I'm not negating that here. All I'm saying is from a personality standpoint, from a character's perspective, you got to get over all by yourself. You can't rely on anything else to help you. Um, then you'll get some things to help you and that'll be a, a bonus, but that's not, you, you can't start from there. You can't start from, man, we're going to pretty me up so much. You can't hate, you know, uh, can't help but to love me. And and we've seen that fail time and time again. So do the wrestlers, uh, is it for the wrestlers or the fans? Um, I think it, I think it does have to be both. I think at the end of the day, it has to be both. The wrestler has to be cool with it. And it has, and I think if the wrestler's cool with it and that's representative of their character, I think the fans and they, and it's a character they like, I think the fans will approve of it too, you know? Dog, the nights are getting longer, but the breeze isn't the only thing that's getting stiff. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, we all know the confidence can take you far in life. That's especially true in the bedroom, especially when it's time to step up to the plate. That's where 
Blue Chew comes in. We've been talking about music. Music goes great in the bedroom. Also, how about a little Blue Chew to help seal the deal? Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. So you can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part is it's done all online. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because... When your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Look, they always say first impressions are important. What about lasting impressions? Yep, that's right. Blue Chew is for you. So if your tool needs an upgrade, head to bluechew.com. If you can benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, chew it and do it. Have better sex. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code D-O-G-G at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DOG, D-O-G-G, to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring Oh, You Didn't Know. All right, let's touch on some of these that we're, we're kind of flirting around because we know we're going to eventually shum get into. Shum uh, uh, Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I'm was sorry that, about that. I love you, Shimon, all over us. I love Michael Jackson. <laughs> you I love, I love Michael Jackson. I know. It got someone got in my eye. Shimon, <laughs> you, you got to oh. prep us if you're gonna. I don't feel real us. good. Shimon, anybody ever come out to that? I said no, but I would. I'm starting with a man in the mirror. <laughs> it would be a horrible entrance music but i love the song not really the vibe so, you're wanting yeah it's so apropos too for everybody especially today and if you're on twitter you need to put your phone down go in and literally look in the mirror and punch yourself in the face one time <laughs> and get off of there <laughs> sorry just kidding. it's but think about it that literally the 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 uh platform runs on negativity it runs oh, on a far. negative algorithm. So oh, anything far. that literally lives off of negativity is of the devil. Hello. <laughs> well, be, be sure to follow us. Brian R.D. James <laughs> at the Casio Kid at You Didn't Know Pod. Hey, uh, it's the devil I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about, let's hit this first. We talked about now, you know, everybody gets their own intro because, you know, Bottom line is it's easier to make a song in-house than pay yeah, some rights yeah. to somebody. But yeah. what are some of your favorite iconic real songs that went well with wrestlers? Example, Iron Man hit for the Road Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute well, legendary. And I will deal. never forget that. And I did not listen to that kind of music growing up. So it was like, oh, Lord. that's a, You know, my mom would have said, like, oh, we don't listen to that, honey. Uh, and uh but man when i when i heard that and here they come out roaring i found a picture today 
today of my son when he was five years old with the tag team title on and the LOD shoulder pads with spikes on, um, standing in front oh. of my fireplace. Uh, what a great picture. But yeah, th those look, th they're iconic. The road warriors were iconic for everyone, but me personally too. I love the warriors. So that song will go down. Oh, incredible. I am Iron Man. Like, well, holy mackerel, man. That just gives me goosebumps <laughs> to this day. And then here they come out, you know, and I, I and even that when that song comes on, I don't think about, oh, Ozzy, I think Road Warriors. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's just how it hits me. And so, yeah, that one was very specific. I want to say, and I, and I get these people messed up because there are so many of them. The, the fabulous ones are the fantastics. And I don't remember which one of them came out to like every girl crazy about a sharp dressed man. And they came out with bow ties on and like sleeveless, oh. sleeveless tails and stuff. You know what I Come mean? On like it was, with it. yeah, it was very cool for that time. And every every one of those teams were young, hot, baby faced teams that the ladies loved, uh, and the men thought they could beat up, and then found out different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but but it was man, that's. That's what I remember about that kind of stuff. Um, I remember, you know, Flair Forever has come out to the Space whatever Odyssey. that is. Yeah, yeah. That and and so I remember stuff like that. But I, there's not too many that I really that really stuck out to me because look, when I first started watching, so that very first impression, some guys still came out with no music. You know what I mean? They just, uh, oh my gosh, here he comes, ladies and gentlemen, big Bob Brown from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. <laughs> He's coming to us, going to face Bigfoot tonight here on, you know what I mean? So it was, it, it, they, they didn't, music wasn't a big thing up front. You know what I mean? It, it did become a huge part of, of wrestling, but I think it also was a huge part of uh, just society as a whole and culture. You know what I mean? Music is, is, uh, a lot more of a of a have its finger on the pulse of, of of society and culture than wrestling does. I would say wrestling now has a little bit of a niche audience, while music is still is still still selling albums. You know what I mean? So, can you imagine now somebody walk out at WWE and with no music, just turn that so, corner and start walking down the ramp like slowly, I like mean, waving? Yeah, <laughs> how's yes, it going? I, I, and I and I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember specifically which <laughs> character this was, but we did that one time on SmackDown. And I was like, that's, it should be that way because this person is a nobody and they should just walk down, walk down the ramp <laughs> really don't. weird. And I forget, I'd love to. I'm, I'm I'll, happy I'll, to be here, I'll, guys. Appreciate I'll it. Ask, I'll ask Johnny Russo. He'll remember. <laughs> that's, Amer that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, how and American. It is American. See, I was getting yeah. ahead of myself because I was thinking the real American uh, Hulk Hogan's uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, music. Now, see, that's a, that's one of the ones I remember, and I didn't even watch WWF when I was growing up. Uh, we didn't get it. We they popped in sunshine where I live. In my head, that's a real song, though. That it, it I don't think it's as famous as it is now with his theme song. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. hit. He obviously picked it, but that song's kind of cheesy until you see Hogan walk out. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Then you're like, oh yeah, he's a yeah, real American, like, guys. That's Hogan, man. That's right. <laughs> if you just listen to it now, you're like, yeah, what am I fight doing? for that's... what's right. <laughs> right. And, that, and now, um, like the only character that that might work for would be John Cena. Like it would be, because uh, it it's almost like an army commercial. You know what I mean? Fight oh, yeah. for what's right. Fight for what's right. 
Put your camis on and hold a gun. You're gonna go to other countries and shoot for fun. Yeah. You are a sick, twisted individual who couldn't get a real job. Yeah, I'm just kidding. You can cut all that crap. <laughs> I was talking about myself there, not right. anybody else. <laughs> we all have our reasons. Yeah, we look. I'm fighting some demons still, as we can. We can, uh, as we as was evident every week on this show. So, what is it about a song like that, that opening riff for a Real American or Warriors drumbeat as soon as yeah. it hits right out of the gate, or Randy Savage's Pomp and Circumstance? Yeah, dun, the beginning dun, dun. is really important for a yeah, lot. Yeah, very of important, very important. And look, that's what we talked about after you after your music gets established and your character gets established, your music is then a descriptor, an identifier, uh, uh, an alert almost to the fan. Hey, this guy's coming out. And as yeah. soon as you hear that first beat or the first beats, to your point about Warrior's drum beats, you knew it was Warrior. As soon as you hear, if you smell, you know what I mean? You knew it was rock. If you hear that glass break, you knew it was awesome. If you hear, down, 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 you knew it was us. And so it, there's a lot that are, I think, uh, when, like I love for now, For we talked about uh, that's all in the past. For now, one I love, and he's been missing for a while, but Randy Orton's is, I hear voices. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. that first thing you know right away. Pop. It's Randy Orton. And so, yeah, the 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 first part is very important. And it's almost like the rest of it could just be like, blah, 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 blah. You know, like Charlie <laughs> Brown's teachers, uh, the choir at Charlie Brown's school. Um, because you you do, you, you that's a detention getter, man. That first thing is a, I keep saying identifier, but I think that's it, a descriptor. Like it's, ex I know exactly who it is when that sound hits. And, uh, and, and you want to be in a position where it's that recognizable uh, because when you get down the down the uh, totem pole a little bit, you start going like, "What does this music sound like again?" You yeah. know what I mean. So it's all I, I do. I do think that's just to show you that it. Uh, if you're thinking like the music's going to get you over, that's the tail wagging the dog because Randy gets over, then his music is identifiable. Rock gets over, then his entrance music is identifiable. You know what I mean? It's it's not like I remember that crap when you're mid Carter. I remember it when you're over. And so that's, that's, uh, that's why I think it's, you know, thinking about your music too heavily is putting the cart before the horse. In my opinion. I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to do it to bury guys. So I'm not going to say a specific name, but I know there's, there's guys and gals that come to mind where their music got over. Uh, and, and like you said, eventually after whatever weeks or months or whatever, yeah. you're like, well, give us something now. I mean, yeah. we're singing your songs. <laughs> we we got hot for you on the say, song. Say, go ahead and say who you're talking about. No, no, because I don't do mean it. as a negative. Because no, he I, did I, get it's over. Not, it, it's not their fault. It's not that individual's fault that their song was really catchy and they weren't. Had a had a great <laughs> career. My first one, or, or some of the ones that come, is uh, what's it? Bobby Roode, Glorious. Oh yeah, everybody glorious. sang Glorious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And not that it he was, didn't well, get over, but I'm saying. No, no, you're right, it, but. His was in a way to me, the song was so over that Huge. you almost it was unfair to him. You know what I mean? Like uh, it was yeah. there's no way nothing I could do. He could had to be follow his theme that. song. Yes. <laughs> and that's a and that's a, that's a tough act to follow because that not only was the song great, but the entrance lights and everything. Incredible. It was, it was fantastic. And look, I'll tell you who that is. That's Hunter. 
That's Hunter all day long. He has a vision like that, man. The Carrion Cross entrance. Me and him worked on that for Incredible hours entrance. and people. Uh, yeah, just, just all these entrances that you've seen. Uh, he has a vision for things. And and look, he he just, I'm honored that he brings me in and 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 gives credence to my ideas with him on that. But man, he's got a great vision on stuff like that. But but I know this is we're talking about entrances, uh, and I went over into visually, uh, we're talking about same. audible entrance music. Um, but the music and that look and all that has to go together. You know what I mean? And it has yeah. to, it has to personify the character first and foremost. You know what I mean? Like if you got, you got Dolph Ziggler coming out to some, uh, well, I am Iron Man. You know what I mean? Like that don't make no sense. He ain't a big right. dude. He ain't a, yeah. a bad, a killer. He's just Dolph Ziggler. Who's a great wrestler and a great athlete. You know what I mean? Um, so I, it has to represent the character. Um, yeah, and I, I, I love music. I, again, <laughs> I, I love Bobby Roode. I didn't mean that to put him down. I just, I just meant his song. Yeah, no, no, no. I get that. Smashed. Look, another one I thought of. An, another one I thought of right away was Fandango and uh, Fandango. Perfect. Everybody was doing the Fandango, and he even beat Jericho on the thing. I think. Look, and that's not that's not Kurt's fault either. Kurt's a hell of a worker. I think we we didn't. Uh, book him right per, per, per se. I don't think we, I don't think we did enough with the, uh, getting to know that character. Um, and he wasn't a real dancer. If that would have helped a little bit, if he, <laughs> you know what I mean? If he was a, a real dancer, but he, look, he's a great guy. I love the dude. I would, I would, uh, live with him cause he's that funny. He's that dry witted. And he's, he's, he's a great guy to be around. Um, that's why I loved when we finally got him and, and started using him some on SmackDown in the, uh, in the fashion files and stuff with, with him and uh, Corbin Burnson. No, I don't know. Oh, the, the <laughs> fashion Breeze. police? Tyler Breeze. Yeah, the, the fashion police. police. Yeah, they're writing tickets. I've got a, one of their ticket books in my desk. Oh, do you? Right? <laughs> I hand it out at work. <laughs> oh, I'm awesome. such a mark. All right. Me too. Uh, is entrance music, you, you, you kind of talked about, hey, it kind of got away from you in NXT. You were yeah. part of that deal, but... Do you think, I don't know if it's is the right word, but is it a lost art these days? Or is it, like you said, they're almost worried too much about it? Yeah, no, I think it's a bit of both. They are definitely worried too much about stuff like that. And, I, and I'll tell you why. Look, this is, it's not nobody's fault. You don't know what you don't know. What they watch on TV is, hey, I love so-and-so. I love so-and-so's music. Now I'm going to come up with cool music too, so I can be like so-and-so. When the, you don't want to start that way at all. You want to start like, I'm going to be the first me and I'm going to hear some music that I go, yeah, that's cool. Play that. Or I go, no, right. no, 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 no. Yes. No, no. Um, Blazing Saddles people will know that reference, but you pick the, you pick the music. You know what I mean? You, you pick your music that you, yeah, I can come out to that. And then whatever that is plays and you go out to it and you present yourself and you have to do it all. The rest of it's just cannon fodder, man. I got to, I got to connect. If I can do it to a song that I jive with, cool. That's what I'll do. Now I feel like they're, and again, this was part of my, uh, I was new at managing people and uh, especially younger talent. And, and look, it's no secret that younger uh, people today are more, um, I don't want to use the word entitled because that's not what I mean, but they're just, we've had 
uh, prosperity and peace here in America mm-hmm. for a, for a good period of time now. So everything's just come really easy to everybody. So they just think, Oh yeah, I want new music and I want to do this. And I was, well, we're, we, we want to give you that, but there's also these other 400 people that we have to give that to. Yeah. So we can't spend, you know, six months coming up with the right song that you approve of. We come <laughs> up with one that you're okay with and we roll. And if you get over like Rover down the road and your song is a million seller on, you know, I, whatever the clap is, crap it's yeah. called, yeah. Um, then, then, then we'll talk about, you want to, you want to, you want to do, you want to rap at the top of it. You want to say something at the top of it. You want to, you know what I mean? Like we, now we can, but, but I don't think you should be thinking about that from the start is all I, is all I'm keep going back to. I, it sounds like I'm burying the aspect of the music, but yeah. I'm not doing that at all. I just think it's not what a talent should be focused on. Um, and they are too focused on it right now. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Well, like we touched on, um, you've touched on it in past episodes, uh, how much you appreciate the acclaimed in AEW. Yeah. And you talk about an entrance that's, you know, that's their I, own. They made it their own. Yeah, they made it their own. I, I would give them a, a few tweaks, and I've talked about that too, but yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you another one that I so strongly approve of, and it's it, it kind of makes me have uh, different feelings because of who it is and how it is. But Judas uh, by Jericho, like, see, that's, yeah. that's a real song. That is his entrance song. And so yeah. that's cool. Cause it's him singing. He got it over. And so that's yeah. him. That's his artistry. You know what I mean? No matter how you slice it, that's it Chris Jericho. Have- it's unmatched. They sing it without the music, oh, and it's, we have to it's sit awesome. through it every time. It's, yeah, it's it's awesome sitting through it every time. Is the is well, the I issue meant that for in me a good too? Way. Like yeah. But, well, I I don't, but but <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a good catchy song, and he yeah. sings it, and he comes out to it, and so that makes sense. Buying uh, cult of personality for CM Punk makes zero sense to me. Yes, that was his theme song for a minute, but what? Why? It's just, it's Whatever somebody, song they would have picked for his return would have worked. Would, would have been fine. It would have been over. CM Punk's new song. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. Like it was, and, it, and they could have that. found one in a music library that was close enough to where you could. We can either copy this or or rip it off a little bit, change it a little bit, and own it, or we can just use that one and pay the library cost. You right. know what I mean? Like it's, uh, I don't know. It it, it you're to just. I don't think that one, the cult of personality is, I don't know if that defines him in my mind or not. So I don't know if I'm just bringing that up because I'm just negative about him all the time. <laughs> but, uh, but like somebody like jungle boy or whatever, or somebody got wild, who got wild. Thing? Yep. Box. Jung- oh, oh, uh, wild thing. And then jungle boy got the, uh, Oh, 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 oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so that's cool. And everybody gets to do that, but I ain't even seen jungle boy on TV. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying like, is it, is it, worth it and right. my the answer would to me would be no um and i'm sure people disagree with that who love those entrances but i just i don't think it's worth it touch on how music 
uh, helped you and Billy get over what, or was it the opposite? You got over. So your song got over. Listen, go back and listen to the music. Like if you listen to the music without the, Oh, you didn't know. And you know, it's just a guitar riff and like, dun, dun. It's nothing. It is nothing. There's nothing there. It's it's a drum beat and a guitar, a couple of guitars, maybe a rhythm and a and a lead, and like that's about it, man. And so it literally, I liked our music because it fit. Oh, you didn't know your ass better call somebody. Fit. Time-wise, yeah. it fit time-wise in between the guitar riffs. Like, that's totally why I liked the music, and I think that's why the music became famous. I don't think it was, like, that song wasn't, wasn't playing on the, you know, it wasn't a chart topper uh, before, <laughs> before before we didn't say, we said, oh, you didn't know on it. So I, I would argue that we made the song in the entrance. Um, How long was it playing before you added, oh, you didn't know? The first like, night it ever played, I, I added that at a, at a live okay. event. Yeah, and and uh, and it, it that's why it like fit so perfectly. It was almost meant to be, and it was like the third song we listened to, where I just thought like, oh, that doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel right. I knew I was going to talk over it anyway, so right. so I just thought, man. And then that one just so happened I could time it right with the guitar riff, and then when the music started, I could cut my promo, and because hey. When I come out of that curtain, I got an opportunity to connect with you. And I got an opportunity to get over with you in your eyes so that tomorrow you go, uh, you know what? That road dog said this or that road dog did this. And I, when you're at the water cooler at work the next day, I want you talking about me. So I'm going to do something to make you talk about me. Um, and like I've said it before on here, the music, I was going to talk over it anyway, because it was an opportunity I had. I'm on your TV screen right now. Let me talk to you. And if I can say something clever or something entertaining, then all of a sudden now I've got you. You know what I mean? And now, now I've hooked you. And then I can tell you to suck it and you'll pop for that too. <laughs> well, I was about to say, you did it, brother. We're still talking about it. So you got it over, my friend. Also, uh, music, uh, you know, that's why we're doing this is music's been a central part of your career. Yeah. Uh, from originally singing, of course, with my baby, baby tonight. Uh, it originally was written as with my BB tonight, uh, but BB King had recently passed away, and so we couldn't. <laughs> we couldn't very well and do that with my BB tonight. Um, did you? Baby's kids. Did you? Yeah, be with my baby tonight. It's a different one. That's a uh, different did vibe. You, did you ever think your musical talent would transform into? such a big part or was that just you know was that in your head going you know what i, I really want to get music involved in well, my career well, so, did it just happen so so it was actually the reason i got hired um my so they vince always wanted the singing cowboy uh my brother steve was lance cassidy if a very short run in, in wwf at the time very short run as lance cassidy um and he was singing and he was going to be a singing cowboy and him and pat patterson and vince had talked about that that's what they were going to pat love singing too, by, by the way, yes. anybody that knows Pat knows that. Um, so he, he, you know, took special interest in that. As soon as my brother wasn't there anymore and Jeff came up, they came up with the Millie Vanilli idea and said, Hey, it was how I got the job was yes. I had a wrestling match, but it was totally after I had sang songs for them, uh, 
in the bottom of uh, Lowell, Massachusetts building where they had the production meeting, Max Payne, Man Mountain Rock and I, and he played the acoustic guitar and I sang uh, Four Non Blondes. Uh, so I wake in the morning and I step outside and I dig a deep breath. Uh, yeah, so I sang that song. I sang uh, Stone Temple Pilots, where in the dolls of the finder gotten down yeah i love that stuff it was that it was that time you know what i mean it was 90 94 i guess yes um and so i i, for, I think that's the only one only songs i sang were those two um and and then I went out and wrestled Barry Hardy, uh, and and uh, the the drop kick off the top rope that actually made some rounds on Twitter lately. I don't know why it was my it was my tryout match, um, and I hit a, a flat back top rope drop kick. Come on, that, now. Uh, that I'd never done before, and I never did again. And uh, the only reason I did it was Brooklyn Brawler, Steve uh, Lombardi, said, hey, when your brother was here, he hit a top, top rope drop kick. That's what he used to finish people with. And I said, okay, I'll do that. And I just, I didn't think about how to do that. I just thought I'll do that. I didn't turn and land on my stomach or anything. I just did it and landed on my back like those Japanese guys do it. And that's, I'll leave that to the Japanese guys because uh, this sissy American can't take that. And so I never did it again. My favorite is that we talk about it all the time. All you talk about guys and gals overthinking when they first start. And oh, every yeah. time we bring it up, you're like, I didn't think of the music. I didn't think of the finisher. I didn't think of gear. I just, you just did it. I just, hey, did I got to get man. myself over. And that's, and look, what, what else should I be doing? Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? It. it was, it was a time when, yes, everybody had interest music at this point, but it hadn't been that long that everybody had interest music. And, entrance music wasn't the thing just yet. Like you mentioned a couple that, that stood out, uh, warriors and, but like you go down the line, you remember that music because of whose it was not yeah. because of how it sounded. You know what I mean? Like if, and so if you'd have heard that before you ever heard of the ultimate warrior, you might've liked that song. You might've liked real American, but you love it now because of the ultimate yeah. warrior, because of Hulk Hogan, um, because of, the rock, you know what I mean? Listen to stone, the rock or, or uh, stone cold's music that glass breaks. And then it's just dun 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 dun. dun. You know what I mean? Like whatever that was actually, yeah. I, yeah. Think, <laughs> I think that was actually NWO's music. I just <laughs> played on my air guitar. Uh, but even them, it's just a, it's just a guitar riff. It's nothing. It's not going to sell a million albums. It's not gonna, you know what I mean? It's yes, it can be really good. And, and it's when it is, it's really cool, but that's more of an organic thing where it vibes with the person than it is, you know, designed that way. Well, talking about your music and a lot of other, the most memorable music that we know, we got to bring up Jim Johnston, who oh, you, yeah. you spoke. I mean, everybody smokes, speaks highly of him. Talk about Jim Johnston. What, what made him so good at what he did? Yeah. I think what made him so good was, was he did get to know the characters and he did, he was a great musician. Like he could play anything and everything. And he had that, musical gift where he that's how he sees things musically you know what i mean and so he could identify a character really quickly and put together a vibe that fit that character and so it wasn't like we you know now we literally look at a library of music and there's 
millions of songs in the library. So you go through what you think, okay, this guy's a Latino. Um, so let's go to what we think Latin music. You know what I mean? You want to, you want to, mm-hmm. you don't want to, a country vibe for it. You know what I mean? I don't think so. Right. Unless he's Jimmy Wang Chang or something. You know what I mean? Like it's a gimmick, gimmick yeah. uh, character. Um, but so you go to that and then you go through those and you find one that you go. And that's, this is how we do it now prior to them becoming an actual character in the uh, process. We will come up with a library track. Once they get on TV and they start, uh, having a name for themselves and start being a character, a weekly episodic character, then we will go and have new music made. What Jim Johnson was really good at is he had a great eye for the character. And, and look, I don't, I don't think that, uh, I'm not saying the people who make the music now don't have a great eye for the character. I'm saying it might be on our fault or it might be the, the quantity of the content that, they don't know the characters and we're just mm-hmm. creating characters. And sometimes we don't know the character yet because we're in that evolution period of creation where we're trying to come up with the character. What, what would his vibe be? What would her vibe be? And so I don't think today's uh, music makers, and I, and I know the guys who make the music and they're hugely talented, a huge, uh, huge fan of their work and, and, and they, man, they make good music and they make it quick. Um, but I think they don't have the luxury of knowing every character um, like Jim did. You know, re- wrestling was wrestling and this is what the character is. And this is what, and they used to tell you that. And sometimes that was what the character was. And sometimes it evolved into something different. Um, you know, uh, The Rock was, Rocky Maivia was coming out with, the you know, pineapples and stuff. And that it definitely evolved into Holy Mackerel is the coolest guy in the world. And so... So then you would have to, okay, now let's relook at his music. Is it still matching what it was, you know, or what he is now? And so it's a thing where, you know, you have to, you have to, I don't know what the original question was, Cassio. Jim Johnson, I'm, how good he is. Yeah, yeah, he was just great at, at, at the characters. And like, I think that my bigger point was he had the luxury of being familiar with all the characters. Right. So he had a, he had a musical inclination already of the vibe to put out there audibly and, he had the magic ability to do that. You know what I mean? And to put that out in a beautiful way. He's a great musician. He's a great guy. Talk about, you talked about the characters evolving. You're one of your other uh, runs. You team up with K crush. Oh, you up. didn't know you better ask somebody. The D O double G and K quicks get rowdy, rowdy. rowdy. Uh, uh, uh. We're about to move some things. That's one of my favorite songs. So Me and road dog with the drastic change. Come on with it. I'm here. <laughs> We're here for the whole thing. Hey, I'm going to tell you, and I've said this before on this podcast, you go back and listen to any of the recordings of myself and Ron Killings or myself, Ron Killings and Conan that we did with our different entrance musics. They're good songs. And and we recorded them. Like I, I enjoyed, look, that, look, I think they're good songs. You might think they suck. And if you do, that's cool. I thought it was really cool for me personally to get to go into a studio with those guys and and do some rap songs. You know what I mean? And I, I'm not the rapper, but those two Conan and, and, and truth could rap. And so I would just do soundbite stuff in the songs. Like I would just be a British voice in the background going, cause I am the suntan Superman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and so I would just, I was, I was like echo and the bunny men. And I, I've mentioned them before <laughs> yeah. because I think, I think it's uh, the guy's a, a musical genius. Um, but that's, 
go back and listen to that stuff, man. It was, it's, it's good. Look, it was good stuff to me anyway. If you don't think so, I got two words for you. Skip forward. Uh, to oh, the next no, I, I thought, yeah, I thought I'd add promo <laughs> here. Oh, 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 son of a, oh, it's a bloodbath in here. There's got to be a better way to get my dagger clean and shiny safely than this. This is what I used to deal with when I cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping my dagger slick and ready for wherever the night takes me. Manscaped is trusted by over 6 million men worldwide. Join the movement by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code D-O-G-G. It's time to end the days of shaving your balls, ending up looking like a horror movie. So the folks at Manscaped have the perfect package for your package to get this done. The below the waist grooming leaders have a fourth generation performance package. Inside, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. Incredible, I use it myself. They've got the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. This is beautiful for all the holes. Liquid formulations and two free gifts, all with this performance package. Spooky season is here, and Manscaped is getting you set. Starting with their Lawnmower 4.0. Like I said, this fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. Also included is the Weed Whacker, like we mentioned. This is the nose and ear hair trimmer and is here to whack your weeds and any goblins that come your way. Both Lawnmower and Weed Whacker are waterproof. In the comfort of your home or in wild waters, these tools are your best friends. Speaking of your best friends, don't forget to give your testes besties the love they desire with Manscaped's liquid formulations. First, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. You put deodorant under your armpits, why not put deodorant on your balls? And can't forget about the Crop Reviver. This is especially for Road Dog. That gives the boys a boost. High and tight, my friend. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts for their Performance Package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxers, which I have and are super comfy, and the Shed Travel Bag, so you can hold it all together on your trip. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code D-O-G-G at manscaped.com. That's right. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code DOG at manscaped.com. That's 20% off. Free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code D-O-G-G. Slay your worst pubes and keep your dagger clean with Manscaped. You you told us you're auditioning with rock, but you're kind of the singing cowboy. Yep. Now you have a country run, of course. Be my baby tonight and the whole deal. Yep. Now, K-Crush, you're rapping. Um, is this... Stand up with the times, or is this you just having an eclectic musical taste? What's going on? Look, it's not me doing anything. It's definitely me having eclectic musical taste. Like I told you that. Like I sang, yeah. I will literally sing uh, the Statler Brothers, like uh, <laughs> the Oak Ridge Boys, and then I will literally listen to Amy Winehouse, to uh, 
move B, get out the way. I listened to that one before I got on here. <laughs> I also yeah, listened to, like I said, Ray Charles and uh, just so many different, I love uh, Alison Krauss and Union City Station. I think her voice is so beautiful. And then I love uh, R&B and the blues. And the only thing I don't like is jazz. Jazz doesn't oh, sound, jazz out, sounds like- too out there. It's a little too out there for me, and I, I'm going to get some heat for this for you, from you jazz lovers, and I'm I'm pretty confident in saying I don't give a crap. Um, <laughs> I feel like jazz is music for people who don't have any musical inclination. Oh no, oh no, yeah, yeah. you shouldn't. Was have that, that. I shouldn't have said that. No, you should have stopped. With no, you know what? Fan. No, you know what? I stand by it. Okay, I stand by it. I he remember, is. I remember the jazz flute. Uh, from Anchorman, <laughs> the Aqualung. I'm just kidding. I just don't get. I'm just kidding. I just. I just don't get. If you're Thank not watching, you. that Thank was you that. that was the dog talking about it. <laughs> it was, it's you and I sound a great deal alike. And so <laughs> exactly. I just want to say I'm not sure who said that. <laughs> yes. um, no, it was a joke. I was being uh -huh. hyperbolic. And I apologize. By, by the way, we I... were supposed to do an interview on NPR next week, but they've canceled that thanks to your jazz comments. I appreciate that. We were going to do NPR. <laughs> Don't forget NPR. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget. No, if we're on NPR, we're on Prairie Home Companion, okay? Hey, it's got to be Prairie Home. <laughs> or you know what else is on there that started on there is Barnyard Builders, I think. And Barnyard I you, Builders? Have you seen that? No. Oh, it's great, dude. They they find, I, I don't, it may not even be called that. I may be making that up. <laughs> um, and, it, and, and that's likely. Uh, but it's guys that find old log cabins and stuff and uh, and refurbish them, but, but make them still log cabins, but where they're not going to, you know, snakes aren't going to come in. It's not going to rain on you. Um, and they make them really nice. It's fun to watch those. Snakes anyway, aren't going to come, come in on you. Look, snakes a are a big problem. worry for, snakes are a big worry for me. I saw uh, <laughs> all the way over here, literally hours ago, ran uh, right past like a two and a half, three foot Eastern Diamondback rattlesnake on my road. Oh, and how many so times saw, did you run over it? No, I didn't. I went around it because it was it was on my road. It wasn't near my house. And like okay. I know have I know how people feel about snakes. I don't believe in killing them <laughs> if I don't have to. Um, but Ooh, I see different. moccasins down there on the road. I see all kind of poisonous snakes, copperhead. Um, and so I think about snakes a lot. Sorry. Is snake your biggest fear? It's one of them, but it's spiders, also one of my biggest heights? infatuation. No, not heights or spiders. I've repelled out of hellhole helicopters. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you towers. got the military background. Uh, uh, we, one time in Quantico, we just flew over some water in a helicopter and everybody just jumped out of the back of it. <laughs> and that's a true story. <laughs> and you just, as you walk out in a line, you know, you just drop, boom, boom, boom. And your whole squad drops. And then a, a, a Zodiac, one of them little blow up black boats comes by and you just hook your arm on three or four on each side, it takes you right to shore. It's like, uh, you know, nighttime land assaults and stuff like Come that. Come on now. That, that's what you talked about earlier about my several lives. Like that's what's super cool to me is that's, like I have lived a couple of different lives. Like I got Incredible to be, amount. yeah, I got to be in the service. And I talked earlier about the picture with the queen and the, and uh, 
eating the goat pee and the whole deal. You know, it's all an honor. Uh, but but it's it, it's also super cool to me. It's almost surreal sometimes that I go, man, I did that. And then I also was uh, a superstar wrestler. And I was also a homeless, jobless drug addict. And I also survived a war. And I also, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I feel like I'm it's just different. saying, God, I'm good if it's my turn. It's the definition of chapters. <laughs> Amen. That is Amen. different chapters. Amen. And they're, and they're very different from each other. You know, it's crazy. Takes all of them to get the book finished. Uh, <laughs> Amen. We, we hit on some of them, but maybe just some that we haven't brought up. Iconic entrances over the years, just older ones. Yeah. So, look, we talked about the, the Road Warriors. I'd love to hear... You know, look, I'd like I'd love to say I'm a fan, but I was also in the business. So I don't know if I have the same perspective as a as a true fan. Um, and that ain't that's dogging me, not you. But but you are a true fan. Like which ones are are iconic to you? You know what I mean? I mean, I think we hit most of them. Space Odyssey, like you said, like we said, yeah. Flair took yeah. that over. I mean, Man, I think it was just... if you've ever watched wrestling, you automatically think of him. Yeah, I do. Uh, Hogan, Stone Cold, Rock. Uh, trying to think of some of the others where you just like that was the jam. I mean, yeah, we're yeah. Think of, and I mean, pomp and circumstance. I mean, yeah. You, uh, with, think about kind of that now. If you thought we're gonna have you come out, dun, 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 oh yeah, yeah. You're like no, we're not coming out to I'm that. Not doing that. I guarantee you, anybody heard that nowadays, they would go, yeah, I'm not doing that. Right. And, and Randy took that to the to the top of the mountain. You know what I mean? And to this day, that's. That's Randy's music, uh, but we only know that because it was Randy's music. It would just be another uh, like wedding walk song or yeah. something if it, if it wasn't Randy's. Talk about um, talk about some of the newer songs. We've hit on some of those, but some of the newer current. Like, look, uh, I love. Uh, I, I dropped this a while back, so this is not a secret. But I love the AJ Styles song. You know what I mean? No, uh, you don't Country want none. Yeah, yeah. And that was they played that for James Storm in NXT uh, the first time he ever showed up there. So that was his song that he that d- didn't get used when AJ came in. It picked it up, and it was his. And it's awesome. I love that song. Um, I'm trying to think of like anybody's current. You know what I mean? Like I, I you look, I can't. Randy. I, yeah, I mentioned Randy, but I can't even, and I'm not kidding. I can't think of Roman's music right now, but I love Roman's entrance. Um, I love the, I love the coming out slowly and the uh, Roman's cooler than polar bear drool. You know what I mean? Like he's, <laughs> he's just cool. So I don't know what his music sounds like, but it's probably cool. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> it also goes to your point. You're either over or you're not. You're, you're and, not. And the it, music. It does, not, it does not matter at all what is playing underneath you. I think Brandy Savage probably said that best and first. And then Roman, I look, I can't even remember what his music sounds like. So it might be awesome. But my point is, he's the most over guy they got. And I don't know what his music sounds like. Um, New Day, to me, I, remember, I know them. New Day. I mean, if you hit that. New Day is uh, awesome. Uh, yeah. You know yeah. it immediately and that they're about to come immediately, out. Immediately. And, and it's got the. New Day rocks. They got the chant going. Oh. They got the, uh, it's all, it's, yeah, New Day's music is awesome. Um, I actually, true story, uh, New Day still laughs about this to this day um, because I it was my first thing ever going out and producing. And I was went with them and, and helped produce the, the video they did with the choir behind them when they first came out as New Day. And everybody didn't like it. They thought it was too much, too much positivity and all that. Um, 
And it just goes to show you, they're still the exact same thing. It's just now you love them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It was when it first came out, it was the exact same thing. But man, Big E could could cut that preacher promo and <laughs> and uh, to have a uh, an African-American choir behind them singing. Like to me, I, I loved that. I really did too. I loved it. I loved the music. I loved the energy. I loved the positivity. And I thought it was great. I really did. And then everybody like, Hated it, but but not everybody, just the cynical wrestling fans. <laughs> so really everybody <laughs> that ma- mattered. <laughs> yeah, it was really everybody that mattered. Um, so then they kind of changed direction, remember? And they were heels for a second or something. Like it was just mm-hmm. a, a bumpy road figuring out. They ended up right back where they were, but more of their own representation of themselves rather than how somebody saw them. And so they got comfortable with that. Therefore it fit. Therefore everybody got comfortable with that. But if you think about it, they, they been preaching positivity and coming out, throwing pancakes and positivity since, you know, day six. Uh, but day one, they did the same thing and everybody hated it. Uh, four <laughs> days, five days later, everybody's all right with it. So come on. I just remembered uh, <laughs> you shimoned everywhere again. Let's we need to put tarps on like we're at a Gallagher show. Got in my nose. Uh, I, I I remember Miz. You hear awesome. You think of oh Miz. yeah 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 yeah. But again, I was sitting here thinking, I don't know what the rest of the song sounds like. I hear awesome, and I go uh, yeah, here comes Miz, yeah, and, and then there we're comes going. Miz, and it doesn't matter anymore. And so uh, that's what that's what I would ask people. And I, look, I'd love to for people to go on Twitter, and you did this with the last one, but go on Twitter and tell me because we're obviously missing some. You know what I mean? I'm sure from my perspective is different from a 20 year old's perspective. Um, and so, so I'd love to for Twitter at uh, at on the Oh You Didn't Know podcast uh, handle and me. Uh, be Brian Road Dog Jam or R D James. I don't even know what my Twitter handle is. Um, <laughs> it's at but, the screen. They can see it. <laughs> yeah, that's underneath. At Brian R D James. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brock uh, Shinsuke. Oh, oh, Shinsuke is awesome. Yeah, Shinsuke is a great answer too because that's man. To me, nothing's cooler than when he had that entrance at, at the takeover and we had the actual violinist. Um, and I forgot the guy's name, but he's a like world oh. renowned. Oh yeah. Violinist. That was incredible. Incredible man. And it's just, see, that's Hunter's vision. That's Hunter's vision is, Hey, this is a really cool song. We should get a world-class violinist to come and play it. Like I wouldn't think of something like that one, because I don't have that big a, a vision, but two, mm. because I wouldn't think that would be possible. Like I, it's not my money. You know what I mean? I can't spend twenty five grand or whatever to get the guy to come play his fiddle. I'm not. You're not in charge of the budget, so you don't want to add on to so it. I'm not. I'm not trying to add on to it. Um, but like that's super cool. And Shin's music is is iconic. I, look, I would listen to Shin's music anyway. To be quite honest with oh, you, and they sure. have a Japanese version with words. Um, that's pretty stinking cool. To be quite honest with you, uh, I'll check that out. Yeah. Uh, well, two more because we haven't hit them and we're going to get buried if we don't. Uh, no pun intended. The Undertaker. Gone. Oh, gone. Uh, that hits. I've again, stood, I, it's I've not really a song. It's just a gong. I've stood in the rain because then it's just. Uh, yeah, it's gone on. You know what I mean? Whatever. Um, uh, I've stood in the rain for that blackout and the gong. And I've stood in the ring for. Oh, what a rush! Oh. And that went and uh, and in Chicago they played Iron Man because it was a live event, and so I've stood in the ring for both of those, and those were probably the two uh, most 
most goosebumpy, most fear-inducing, most uh, oh god, it it gets you in that moment, and and it lets you know uh, you're about to fight somebody. You know what I mean? Y'all about to <laughs> y'all about to throw hands, uh, I, and and you're just, just so jacked up you kind of don't mean to. I'm just hitting them like sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Your well, music really gets me going. <laughs> <laughs> it works for me too. What what about being in the ring? Because I. I was at the mania, of course, when uh, Taker lost to Brock. But I think I remember because I I was yep. I had my phone out. I think it took like eleven minutes for Undertaker to get to the ring. Uh, oh, what's yeah. it like yeah, yeah. being well, in look, there those, for? Uh, hey, we got a long time before he gets down here. <laughs> well, I'll tell you the truth; it's not quite the same. Uh, <laughs> and, and if it starts this, if it starts the same way, that uh, that feeling uh, vanishes quickly. Um, but, but like if where I remember hearing it, that is the most iconic was MSG and MSG has a very short building. And so literally that lights all go out and they let it breathe. Uh, like we talked about let, let that in that darkness, nothing but anticipation builds. So you let that breathe, let that breathe. Gong. You know what I mean? And it's like, Oh, I get goosebumps just doing it myself, but standing in the middle of the ring, man, it's, it's, that's one of the best ones I've ever felt. That one and the and the Warriors. Uh, and before we move on, we got some fan questions, a couple other things we want to get in. Okay. We've mentioned him, but we have not mentioned his own entrance, Triple H, oh. which is iconic in itself. So, so I would, yeah, I would actually argue he has he has had several s- songs. You yeah. know what I mean? To to the point where when he's going out now on TV, they go. Okay, uh, King of Kings, are we going to do so-and-so? Like, you know what I mean? Like, which song are we going to play this time? And so he's had several, but that just goes to show it's not so much the music as the yeah. superstar, but the music sure is a, a happy addition. So what what I love about Hunter's entrances are they're always uh, magnificent. They're always like a like that one at that mania when he was the Terminator, you know what I mean? And all those Terminators came up from the thing and like, holy mackerel. And I don't even know if that was the same one, but where they get on the huge trike that was a shoot, uh, that that's really his trike that he has and, uh, and rode that like his entrances were always iconic. And that's look, that's why he has the vision today to make other superstars, uh, entrances, I- iconic because he sees things that way. And I think it matters. Look, I- I've been talking less about the music and I, and I apologize that cause that uh, for that, cause that's the topic. However, I think it's, it all goes together. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. with a hot entrance, it's the talent, it's the music, it's the video screen. It's the, the you know, the, the, fourth wall, whatever we're doing, however we're doing this cool entrance to have somebody come out in a limo and step out and do, you know, to doctor it up, man, that's so cool. And you can't do it every time, but if you can have a pretty iconic entrance every time, that's, that's the way to do it. Um, I, I couldn't ever ride out on a tank every time. Uh, so I just cut a promo walking down to the ring. You know what I mean? I'm going to get, I'm going to get your attention one way or another. Hey, real quick. want to give a shout out to James up in Stoneville, North Carolina. He's a friend of the show. Hell, he's a friend of the family. Now we were able to go ahead and help his family recently save more than $1,200 a month. Really think about this. My man, Robbie didn't save $1,200 one time. He's going to save it each and every month, all because he went to save with Conrad.com. He left us a five-star review earlier this week. And he said this from the first phone call with Christian, all the hard work Diane put in Jennifer taking time to explain things and help me understand where we were at with the deal right up to Steve, helping me get this survey through 
nothing but professionalism all around dealing with first family has helped us to the point we've cut $1,200 a month off our bills. I can't say enough about the team Conrad has assembled. I highly recommend first family to anyone looking to purchase or refinance their home. Thanks to Conrad and the entire first family team. No, thank you, James, for the great review and congratulations on saving 1200 bucks a month. And oh, by the way, you can skip your next two house payments. It's real folks. Savewithconrad.com can help you. We're licensed in more than 40 states, but if you've got credit card debt, if you're looking to save money on your monthly payments, if you're looking to pay your house off faster, or even buy a house with no money down, savewithconrad.com is your hookup. Holler if you hear me. That's savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. And oh, by the way, you don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. What are you waiting for? Find out how much money you can save for free at savewithconrad.com. All right, dog, let's get to some fan questions. You ready? Oh, these are my favorite. Michael, I love Mc- fans. <laughs> you do. You Mine's do on love high. Fans. Mine's on high because I'm fat and hot. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, oh, buddy, about 30 <laughs> minutes into this one, I wish mine was on. I'm literally sitting above. on my my chili sleep. And I don't even know if it's a, I don't even know if it's a, a sponsor anymore. I'm sitting on my chili sleep just cause I'm so hot and fat. You, what a genius you are. I'm yeah. just now thinking, put it yeah, in the yeah, chair. No, that's what the G stands for genius. It all what? comes around. <laughs> we had to get it in every time we said it. I'm going to start putting it on my couch. So I can oh, sit yeah. there and watch TV. Yeah. yeah. Not get that it, old hey, swamp it's not movie, just cool. You know? It's not just cool. It feels good too. <laughs> it is. All right, Michael. It's McClanahan. like a bidet. It's like a <laughs> of air. But yes. uh, no, it's water. It's You're water. right. Yeah. God, you are it, a genius. I am. You You're are welcome. Michael McClanahan says, "Was there ever a time Road Dog pitched to have a talent, either himself or someone else, use a different theme song or licensed music from pop culture that was rejected for one reason or another?" Mm, no. Um, I can firmly say that because I, I've, I've staked my claim on uh, on the music deal. I, I do feel like purchasing licensed music is a is a waste of time. I, I think not time. I think it's a waste of money. I think we we have in house people like Jim Johnson was the in house person. Mm-hmm. Look like everything you know change is the only constant. So so everybody goes oh we should bring Jim Johnson back. I don't disagree with that. I love Jim Johnson, but it's not like we're you know we're talking about a couple of iconic. Uh, songs from that era were also talked about iconic songs from the era before was that yep. Jim Johnson or was that somebody else? And I don't know the answer to that, but, but things change. We got a new group of uh, musicians now that are great and that make music and they'll continue to make music that vibes with other talent. I will, I've never said, Oh yeah, I would love to bring this guy in and play this music. You know what I mean? Like I, Again, I think it's more about the, it's just more about the talent. It's just more about the character and how attached to him am I. And if I'm attached to him, then I'll like his music. It doesn't even matter what it is. You know what I mean? He also says we've skirted kind of around it, but the exact question, uh, he says, what are your thoughts on individuals who elect not to use theme music during their entrance? I don't, I don't know of many who don't have I don't any, know, I don't any know of music. many either, but, but I also think it's, so weird now to not have it that it's kind of cool to not have it. Like if, if I would, if, if it matched my character, so I could see say a Walter or Gunther, uh, coming out to no music because his, his, just his presence. I'm mad. 
You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I don't He's need there to for business. just, yeah, just, I just don't like this guy from the get go. And so I, if it fit my character, I wouldn't mind seeing somebody come out to know music. I just don't know. It's almost not acceptable anymore because we, yeah. our attention span is so short. Please do something while this guy gets to the ring, do an on camera, do a promo insert, do something. Don't just show him walking to the <laughs> ring anymore. Cause I will turn the channel. <laughs> I think if you decided to come out with no music now, they'd cut to commercial. They, they and, might, and then just they come might. back while you're in the. In and the I mean, deal. look, it is that simple. Our attention span has is not that long anymore, and I want to be entertained from start to finish. You know what I mean? Don't give me any downtime. Uh, and so I don't know. That's that's uh, my that's my feelings on it. If you if it matched my character, I could see coming out with no music, and it probably would work because it's so different. I think Champa came out for a while. They're set down telling us. With no music? Yeah. Okay. That would match his character, especially yeah. early on his character, where it was just an ominous, like he was the... Rooting. Yeah, whatever the, uh, the, the... He was called something. Some kind of horrible name. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say it on here because I don't even know what it was, and it's probably bad anyway. But he was called like the killer or the psycho killer or something like that. Um, and like it was like, yeah, you can't call yourself that, dude. But it totally... <laughs> that, that, that music or no music totally fits that vibe. You know what I mean? It's just a a lack of space and uncomfortable silence. Eros says, one of my favorite themes is the DMX run DMC version. You uh, guys had for a short time. Any stories about that? Anything no, you remember about that at all? <laughs> you just had it and it happened. <laughs> yeah. Tell you the truth. I didn't know DMX was in on one of them, but we should listen to that. Maybe they should okay. drop a, they should drop a sound bite of that in there. Maybe he means DX run DMC. I don't know. I don't know what he means. Crazy kid. His <laughs> you don't name's remember the Run DMC version? Oh, I remember the Run Eros. DMC version. Um, yeah. And I remember Eros. I, uh, you know. Everybody knows Eros. Everybody yeah. knows him. If you don't, uh, I feel bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Tim chiming in. He says, best interest themes. One of my all-time favorite themes is DX Break It Down. Oh, yeah. As soon as Chris Warren's vocals ask, are you ready? Arena roofs blew away like a Category 5 hurricane oh, just hit. Hurricane. Chris Warren is also remembered for performing the most notorious rendition of the unofficial theme song of WrestleMania, America the Beautiful, at WrestleMania 14. So let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. All right. I did not know who Chris Warren is. Uh, I know now that it was the redheaded guy that sang the song, I think. <laughs> okay. Um, and I don't remember him... I don't remember him singing the, the any song to America, um, but I'm not saying it didn't happen. It's just like, you know, hey, my girlfriend's in there. Yeah, a lot of people's girlfriends are in there. It's kind of like, yeah, look, a lot of stuff happened while you were on drugs, Brian. We'll get back to you about it later. Uh, you were you were fine. Go ahead. Whatever. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> he said it's now edited out of future releases. Is that because it's so bad? What it, what Whoa. is? The uh, him singing America the Beautiful. Oh, woo! Probably, Buddy. yeah. That's the Roseanne Bar heat right there. <laughs> it is. Uh, Pastor Tim also finishes up by saying, "As a Gen Xer, I think it captured the Attitude Era perfectly, and I understand what Chris Warren and Jim Johnson were trying to capture in that era." My question is, do you have any memories of the backstage vibe after that performance? You just hit on that. You don't even remember it happening. Can you share any <laughs> memories you have of Chris Warren's 
apparently we lost him way too early in 2016. Hate to hear that, but oh man, uh, you were that too. you were not acquaintances with him at that I, time. Look, I knew the guy, and he we high fived, and you know what I mean, or whatever other yeah. corny white people did, um, paged <laughs> each other or something. Uh, but but uh, you know, we we were acquaintances. We weren't uh, you know friends or anything, and so. I remember we did perform with him one time on stage or, or came out to hit them playing us out live. Uh, and then I remember we performed one time with, did we perform with Motley Crue on Raw? Was it Motley really? Crue? I think it was Motley with Crue. DX? One, yeah, yeah. And we sang. And that's that's out there. You can find that on YouTube right now of us uh, it was like, uh, I think it was Motley Crue. It could have been Poison. It could have been a hair band of other uh, nomenclatures. Uh, but oh. who is it? Who was it? Oh, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I was impressed of you using nomenclature. Yeah, the That's title nomenclature. Because was... we used to say, what's the nomenclature of the M16A2 service rifle? <laughs> oh um, some things are born into my brain. Pretty sure it was 1998. I just came up with that top of my head. That's um, how good we are. Yeah, and uh, and we sang with uh, whoever that band was. It, I think it was the Chris Warren say, band. I, no, I want to say it was Motley Crue that I'm talking about. Um, and they were all sober and on probation, so we went on their bus to all get screwed up, and none of them could do anything. I don't know so if that we was like, Motley Crue. Thing. We're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was? Uh, there Nikki, girls, girls, Nikki, girls. Nikki yeah, Six. that's Motley Crue. Was yeah, it them? That was them. It was them. Wow. You're going to find, gotta find You're going to find the video in a minute. I can't believe one of our other, other people. Ha oh. Oh, here we go. Play it. Or not. You don't have to play it. Look at this. There's Billy. Oh. There's look. you. Bro, I oh, say. Yeah. Y'all are having the, the time of your life. Oh, there's it. There we go. Live guitar. Oh yeah, it is look, Nikki Six. Look. Nick Mars. Look, I was jamming, dude. Oh, you were slinging the braids. I was slinging the braids. I was. I rocked out here. There's. I can't tell if that's uh, me or a fat Vince <laughs> Neil. It was. It was Cassie <laughs> O'Neill. <laughs> but look, there we sang with them. Look, there's a high five. So I told you corny white people do that. A lot of leather pants on stage. Yeah. Billy's mooning everybody oh. now. He is mooning so, everybody. Yeah. yeah. He just show everybody. <laughs> oh, I'm telling there you go. Crotch shot now. for you. I told y'all. Look at you, man. I used to be somebody. The fact that we're in your presence right now is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no that's not true uh but yeah we literally we went out in the bus and they were like yeah sorry we can't and we were like okay we're gonna go to our car then <laughs> well we're not yeah so we're, we're, gonna, we're partying here. so i don't know what you're doing i i did the same thing with uh firehouse warrant and skid row yes i know uh, skid i know their brother skid mark yeah <laughs> <laughs> Dad joke. Went, that was actually granddad. Went, went backstage at House of Blues Anaheim, and they walked back. They had a whole table of different kinds of mixers and drinks, and they went, hey, guys, none of us party anymore. We're all going home, but y'all have fun. <laughs> See you. And left. And everybody went, all right. Hey, that was it. I, I don't need you to get drunk. <laughs> There's a bottle of liquor. Yeah. Uh, all right. Bobby, 
KF5GTX. Oh, I love Serious KFC. Name. Uh, he says, as a WCW fan of the 90s, my in- my favorite entrance themes are NWO, Harlem Heat, NWO, Wolfpack, Macho Man. What up, mate? Mach. Ooh. Oh, Goldberg. We forgot his his kind of fit his yeah, walk yeah. to the ring. Yeah. Hogan, Four Horsemen, Jeff Jarrett's Kid Rock theme. And as for WWE, says New Age Outlaws and DX were my only favorites. Oh. He didn't have a question. He just wanted you to know. He just man. wanted to tell me that he hated WWE except for DX. And I look, I appreciate that. That's I'm not a, not a huge fan of a lot of it either. Uh, but I'm a huge fan of it now because they are paying my bills again. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what was his name again? Bobby KF5 Bobby KFC. Hey, appreciate it, Bobby. And uh, I like mine original recipe. And now that we have his license plate number, we'll run it for warrants. Uh, you, know, you shouldn't have chimed in. You shouldn't have come up for air, Bobby. Uh, Dilly Lehigh says, where does the game theme rank all time for the dog? We mentioned this. It's up there. Is this the one? Is this the, the game one is is uh, with the guy from Motorhead, right? Lemmy singing it. Yeah. All about the, the game. Yeah. I, I love that song. I do. It's I think, incredible. and I think it's, uh, I think it's a great start to it. It's a great, like it's a, I think it's a good song that came along as Hunter was already over, but it gave him a little more edge. You know what I mean? And a little, a little cool credibility too, to have, oh, have yeah. that guy sing your entrance music. That's super cool. Is he, is he, is Hunter jamming that kind of music all the time? Or do you all think the it time. Fit? No, he's is a it? metal head. Really? I mean, metal head. Uh, so metal that it's like, I don't know of anybody else that listens. I know of one other person, Gabe Sapolsky, who likes that kind of music. And I know, I know, look, there's, I know there's a huge market. I'm not being stupid. I know a yeah. lot of people like the music, but I don't know any of them. So when he, when he cranks his music, it's like, oh, well, I'm probably going to hell, <laughs> going to hell now. <laughs> you know, people can hear this, right? Other people can they hear know, this music. They know we're supportive of their lyrics. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's our favorite. Yambag Jones oh, is back. Oh, Yambag. He said, uh, does Road Dog prefer bands doing theme songs or company-created tracks? We hit that. You don't want licensed music. You'd rather yeah. it have in-house, yeah. and then you kind of make it your but I, own. But look, don't get me wrong. I love when a band, like at NXT, we used to do it a lot, and and uh, that's just where I'm, my point of reference is, is a band, Poppy, or somebody would come and play as the talent was was coming down. And so Poppy did it for Eo Shirai, and I thought it was super cool. Eo Sky now, excuse me. Um, I thought it was super cool. But um, So I like when a band plays live for a big pay-per-view interest. I think that's super cool because it's very interactive, and, and Hunter, Hunter likes that as well. That's why he did it on several uh, takeovers. But... Um, I don't know if that was the question, but I like bands playing live in the arena yep. to somebody's music. I just like them playing their their entrance music rather than like a popular song or something. It gives it a bigger feel. It makes it 100%. seem like a big time event. Yeah, we got a yeah. live band here to play for it. Yeah, super cool. Speaking of big, how about our big friend Conrad Thompson? Well, let's talk about Conrad because when you're feeling blue. No, he's going to save you some money. Wrong segue. <laughs> no, hey, go to saberconrad.com. You might be blue because you're in debt. How about Amen. that? Amen. And he can get you out. He's and those gray skies turn to blue. And I've got to use the bathroom number two. We've been doing podcasts all day, just me and you. I want to get the F out of here. I don't know. I didn't write Lost Rhyming. 
technique. I don't want to get the F out of here. I love you, Cassio. I want to spend all day with you. Here we go. Three more pitches. We've got three <laughs> okay. questions okay. and we're okay. out of here. All right. And now, I mean, we can skip them if you just hate the fans. Um, I'd hate these well, three. <laughs> this, this, tie, this ties right into our segment, our, our topic. Low quality music productions is the name of this fella. Okay. Or, or lady, I, they, them. Okay. Um, says, which theme song is your favorite of all time? And oh. what song would be your dream song? Well, I mean, you 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 got to pick it. So, oh, you didn't know. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be it's got to be mine, and that's just for me. It fit me, uh, and all those other ones that I love and think are better weren't for me, so they weren't me. So, so so they weren't the ones I liked the best. But look, I think all the ones we talked about that were iconic were were iconic for a reason. And everybody loved them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I I would join in that category. Um, and I was joking earlier about hating. I apologize, even though you, <laughs> even though you produce low quality music, I still love you and care about your feelings. Question number two, Matt M. Thoughts on the Broods entrance? I feel like music and the oh. Ring of Fire entrance is one of the best ever. He says, very cool, and and uh, he ain't wrong. Uh, but but I again, I don't really remember the music. Um, right. I remember the fit. visual of them coming up through there with a chalice of blood and how cool it was. And I would imagine. Could I remember the music? It would be fitting. You know what I mean? It would, it would, oh yeah, of course that was the music. And I would probably remember it then. But just to say, I, I'm a visual guy. Uh, I, I, I like what you I like see. To look at things. I'm a voyeur. Uh, Brad Stanton says recently Matt Cardona made comments that NWA is ridiculous for no theme music. Do you think it works for them? Or do you think it's ridiculous, like Matt Cardona said? No, I don't think it's ridiculous. I think it works for them because what they're doing is studio wrestling. And so there's no basically no entrance. So what yeah. what are you gonna do? Hit the song for seven seconds and then cut it off once he's in the ring? Like it just I think it works for them. And and I also think, like I said earlier, it's so different that it might just be good. Um and so so th think about the, the the length of the entrance and stuff like that. And then think, is it ridiculous? And and maybe if some guy gets some music, maybe Matt Cardona will get some entrance music and he will be a groundbreaker there in NWA. But otherwise, Matt, shut up. <laughs> For the love of Pete. Not you, Matt M. I'm talking about Cardona. Right. I already covered I love you guys. Last question. Question number uh, three. No, that was it. Oh, that was Brad? it? Yeah, Brad, Brad was the last Cardona. one. I, well, you yeah. just, if you would, just ask me a question real quick. Um, do you love me? Check yes or no. <laughs> do you want to be I love my you. friend? I want to be your friend. Let's hold hands. Let's go play in the garbage can. That's what me and my granddaughter all say. I say, <laughs> well, be my, I say let's hold, hold my hand. Be my friend. Let's go play in the garbage can. And she says, Paul, Paul, shut up. And then it rolls downhill. I say, Matt Cardona, you shut up. Uh, well, buddy, I am glad to do another one. As they say, thank God for good directions and turnip greens and, and road dog. What about you read turkey neck greens? And so uh, there's a place that? called, there's a place called dinosaur barbecue in Connecticut. And every time okay. I go there, I eat the West Texas ribeye, which is a big old ribeye. They Sounds awesome. And turkey neck greens. And it's the best, best greens I ever had in my life. Dinosaur barbecue. Trademark by Ricky Bobby. <laughs> What about um, poke salad? So yeah, I mean, I know you started singing it. Have you ever ate poke salad? I have not. I don't think. 
But I might have. I don't know. I feel like you would have known. Yeah, probably. Would I? Would like, I have? You eat a bowl of poke salad. <laughs> it's like eating. Like, wait, what? It's like eating Rocky Mountain oysters. You ain't forgetting <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> you might well, buddy, forget trying rattlesnake, but a bull's balls, you're gonna remember eating. <laughs> you know how many times I've said that? That exact quote. I think that's a shirt. Maybe you yeah, never maybe forget so. bull's balls. <laughs> Hey, I well, appreciate buddy, you. Yeah, it's been a fun one, guys. This has been a fun one. I, I appreciate y'all, um, the whole team as well. And for you fans out there, I got two words for you. Tune in next time. No, I'm sorry, I ruined it. <laughs> I ruined it. We should probably just fade to black. You know what I mean? Like we get what, old no, school, you... old school, where the circle just gets smaller. Oh, the old, old fade. fade yeah. I'm sorry. No, hit him with hit him with that question. You always hit him with on the way out. Oh, you didn't know? Eh, eh. Oh.